The Day the Music Came Back, the podcast by Alvaro Sarios. Previously on The Day the Music Came Back, after knocking continues, the group of teenagers get worried. A few think it is an old friend, and others think it is the silencers. Eventually, they agree to open the door, and Boombox appears. After welcoming their friend, Beats reveals a past that connects them to the silencers. And now, episode four. Nine months, two weeks, and six days. Just when I think I can start trusting, something pulls me back to being scared. So, no, I do not want to live in fear, but... It's hard when the world constantly convinces you that you should. I'm sorry for accusing you, Boom. Beat sticks out a hand and offers a handshake. Boombox looks at Beat's hand, but doesn't move. Apology accepted. Boombox bear hugs Beats. Okay, now that we've dealt with all that, who's ready for a story? Yes! Whoa. <laughs> uh, I didn't mean to say it so loud, but I kind of did. Ever since you haven't been here, something felt missing. I couldn't identify what it was, but now I know. You're always telling a story at every meeting. And we weren't here to tell one. It was noticed. Yeah. 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 I did wonder a bit if anyone noticed I was gone. That means a lot. I don't mean to stop this, but I have a question, and I can't wait. How did the person you were talking about, Richie, how did his grandmother know about these meetings? I... I never asked her. I know how. And I'll tell you. Right after I tell my story. Tell us a story, Boom. Yes. Yeah. Tell us a story. We are not alone. We are not alone. Repeat it with me. We. We. We are not alone. Are not alone. alone. We are not alone. We are not alone. You may not believe this, but there are more people like us. People who grew up just like we did, knowing nothing about music until a grandparent introduced them to it. And just like us, they became curious. And those people, the ones who are like us, do you know where they are right now? The O-Pits. Some have been there for months, some years, some will only be allowed to leave once the light inside them dims for good. What have you heard about the O-Pits? It's full of bad people. That's what my parents have always told me. Mine say it's full of degenerate. Losers. Scum. Terrorists. Urchins. Mine said all of those things. That's exactly what I had in mind when I walked in there. People are staring at me and I want to cry, but that's probably the last thing I should be doing. Then I hear somebody say, are you Boombox? Yeah, that's me. But in my head I'm thinking, please don't kill me. Please don't kill me, please don't kill me. They stick out a hand and say, thank you. I don't move, just look at them. They say, you don't remember me, do you? I shake my head. You were there when the silencers arrested me. My friends, or at least the people I thought were my friends, ran off as I was getting arrested. But you came over, 
not knowing who I was or what I was being accused of, and you stood there, witnessing. And from what I hear, I'm not the only person you've done that for. We are grateful. If it's okay with you, I'd be happy to introduce you to everybody here. Even after they said that, I was like you, Beats. I didn't want to trust them. I'm thinking, this has got to be a trick. It's the O-Pits, the most dangerous place in our country. Or at least that's what we've been told, right? I didn't trust this person, Crunch. That's the name they went by. I didn't trust Crunch. I was being safe. But safe also meant that I was alone in my cage. One day, Crunch came by my cage and said, I know you're safe, but sometimes you gotta take a chance. Don't let the fear of being hurt control your decisions. Those words stuck with me. I don't know why, they just did. And the next day, I took a chance. I let Crunch introduce me to everyone. And no one tried to hurt me. Not one. There are good people in the O-Pits. I lived with them, broke bread with them, laughed, cried, and screamed with them. For the last nine months, two weeks, and six days. And, oh, oh, you're gonna want to hear this. In the O-Pits, they do something special. They make their own music. <laughs> Got your attention now. With instruments? How do they sneak them into the O-Pits? Before the stars pierce the dark sky, everyone has to go to their own individual cage to be locked in for the night hours. My first night there, I'm laying down, not really trying to sleep. Just trying to calm the thoughts in my head. It's hard not to pay attention to your thoughts because there's a solid silence that consumes the place once everyone is locked in. Sometime in the middle of the dark hours, I hear something. It's low, really low. It disappears. I don't think much about it. Maybe it's just my imagination. But then I hear it again along with something else, which is different than the first thing. Both things repeat over and over. Then I hear something else, and something else. Each one repeating, each one unique. What is it? Audio flowers. Audio flowers? That's what they call it in there. What's that mean? It's a piece of beauty for the ears. They do this with instruments? There are no instruments in the O-Pits. Then how? What? I know I saw you do that, but that didn't seem real. Can you? Can you do that again, please? Every person in there makes their own. Some use their mouth, some do it with their fingers or their hands, their bodies. 
even their feet. Each flower is the identity of one person in there. And sometimes the audio flowers last just a few minutes. Sometimes a few hours. I'm surprised the guards let that happen. When the dark hours come, the whole place is devoured by a thick blanket of blackness. There's no way anyone can tell who is doing what. And every night, in that solid mass of darkness, the music just plays. It's beautiful. Who taught you how to do that? Wait, you just did? Crunch. Crunch teaches everybody. Can you... can you teach me how to do that? I'm not really sure I can. You could try, right? You want to do it too? Oh, yes! I would also like to partake. Oh, you know I have to get a piece of this. What about you, Vuvuzela? Vuvuzela whispers to G minor. Vuvuzela would like to say something. As Vuvuzela points to both ears, Trouble slowly walks away. Everyone open their ears, especially you, Beats. Trouble, where are you going? Trouble doesn't feel well. Trouble's gonna sit down. Trouble moves as far away from the group as possible. Go ahead. All our ears are open. When my grandfather was born, his parents received many gifts. This was told to me by my grandmother. One of those gifts was an instrument, a vuvuzela. It was from his grandmother. The card with the gift said, for my grandson. As a baby, he loved playing with it. And when he was barely a teenager, the days of silence started. His parents told him he would have to turn his instrument in so they wouldn't get in trouble. But he loved it so much. So instead, he hid it and told his parents he lost it. I don't know if you know this, but about 40 years ago, there was a vote to end the days of silence. Yeah, I heard about that. My grandfather was part of that. The day the results of the vote were going to be announced, he brought his Vuzella with him, hidden in his trench coat. He was so convinced the days of silence were finally going to end, he wanted to be the first to make some sound. There were others there who felt the same way and planned on doing the same thing. When the votes were counted, there were more no votes, lots more. And just the thought of the days of silence continuing must have frustrated my grandfather, because instead of going home with his head down, he pulled out his vuvuzela and blew. People were stunned. They had never heard anything like this before. There were other people in the crowd who also pulled out instruments and started playing. I can only imagine how it all sounded. What it was like. My grandfather wasn't able to play too long because the silencers showed up and arrested everyone. And that was the last time my grandmother saw him. But she said that in her dream she can still hear him blowing on his vuvuzela. I've always dreamed of doing something similar. But not for me. For my grandfather. Beat, you in? The worst thing that could happen is that you will find something in you that you never knew existed. I'm scared. Raise your hand if you feel the same. Everyone raises a hand. I'll try. Vuvuzela whispers to G minor. Trouble, how are you feeling? A bit better. You want to join us? I promise it won't hurt. It might even make you feel better. Okay. Let's make some audio flowers. Okay.
So, space out. Give the other person some area for themselves. Well, first thing you need to do is close your eyes. Yeah, that's first. Now, if I remember correctly, you should start thinking about, think about something in your life that you experienced that made you feel the bright orange electricity inside you. This moment is like waking up from the warmest, deepest, most healing slumber, and you are ready to slay a thousand dragons. When my grandmother told me her story last night. The first time I came to this meeting. When I first heard the music player turn on. No one is obligated to share. Just make sure you are able to connect to a specific moment. What should you do, raise your hand so I know you can move on. The others raise their hands. Okay. Now, I want you to think about a different time. A time when your life fluid started to bubble and steam. If someone had looked inside you, they would have seen hot white smoke and lava. Raise your hand when you got it. One by one, hands are raised until all hands are in the air. Now, I want you to think of one more moment. And this is a time when that red-fisted organ in your chest was drained of all its warmth and color. A time when a thick, cold blanket of gray surrounded you. A time of darkness and blue, salty tears. Everyone raises a hand. Everyone except for Beats. There are way too many for me to choose. Pick the one that lives in your mind the clearest. For some, this tends to be the most recent moment. Okay. Got it. Okay. Now, this is the hardest step, but it is also the most important. Think of all three moments at the same time. The emotions of each one of those moments fused together into an unpredictable mass of energy and hope. And when you have it, ask yourself, if those three moments fused together as one could be represented by an audio flower, what would it be? And whatever it is that comes from you will be your answer. This step does take some time. It is actually rare that someone immediately comes up with an audio flower. Home. Where, where is that coming from? It's bass. Home. Mine doesn't sound like yours. Audio flowers are unique to the person who makes them. Someone's audio flower represents them. And only them. If Crunch were here, Crunch would say something like, You will never sound like me. And I will never sound like you. And that, my friend, is a good thing. Okay. Bass. Keep making your AF. Uh, that's what some call it in the cages. Oh. AF. Let it seep into your skin, all the way to the fibers in your bones. This way you will never forget it. The rest of you, get back to your own moments. Bring them together, and when the time is right... AMFM has entered the building! 
Okay, AMFM. Feel it. Breathe it. This is you. So let it out. Two down. Five more to go. We're getting there. I wish Crunch was here to see this. Beats! No, no. No, no, no. My audio flower is not me being frustrated because that's what I am right now. It's okay if this takes some time. I've seen it take days for some. Days? This isn't the opits. We're only here until middle night. It doesn't matter how long it takes. What matters is that you feel you are ready to release what is inside you. Can you just show me how you make yours? No. I mean, I could, but it wouldn't mean the same thing. It wouldn't be real. Keep doing that. It could lead you to your audio flower. Flames. No, no, no. Nobody's outside. That's these two. Do it again, Vuvuzela. Now you, G minor. Wait, we can do that? We can, whatever they were doing. You made your audio flower with your mouth. I thought that was the only way to create them. I first thought that too, but there are people in the O-Pits who use their bodies as instruments. You could have told me this from the beginning. Actually, Boom did tell us. No, Boom did not. Disco, please enlighten Beats. Boom said, and I quote, some do it with their fingers or their hands, their bodies, even their feet. Sorry, Boom. <laughs> My ears aren't always open. It's okay. You'll get it. Just keep focusing on those moments. Next. Is that you, Beats? With the big smile, Beats knots. I didn't know what was going on. I thought the silences were outside. Shh, I'm not stopping. Shh. I don't want to lose it. Come on, Trouble. Let's hear it. Trouble is trying. 
Maybe your AF is like Bubazellas or Discos? Trouble doesn't think so. Mind if I try to help? Trouble welcomes it. Okay, let me think. Maybe it's the moments you're connecting to? Maybe one of them isn't strong enough. What's the first moment you came up with? That's easy. When Trouble received the invitation to come to these meetings. Why that moment? Because it meant Trouble would finally get to be a part of something. That's good. I like that. What about your second moment? The one where your life fluid bubbled and steamed. Trouble looks away. Doesn't respond. Did you hear me? Trouble heard you. Do you have an answer? Trouble nods. You want to tell me? Trouble shakes his head. What about the last moment I asked about? Tell me that one, then. Growing up, Trouble's sister used to tell him jokes and fairy tales and secrets. But one day, there's an argument. Huge. She wanted... She wanted Trouble to keep a secret. A dangerous one. One that would bring death to everyone in our house. Trouble refused to keep the secret. She was disappointed and stopped talking to Trouble after that. Stopped being a sister. If one of my siblings ever stopped talking to me, sadness would consume me too. The other moment, the one that Trouble didn't answer, it's connected to this moment. The other moment was when, when Trouble found out, when, when Trouble's sister was killed by the silencers, they caught with a noise, a, a music player. End of episode four. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Day the Music Came Back by Alvaro Sar Rios. Please join us again for our final installment, episode 5. This podcast was produced by Beacon Academy, a Montessori high school in Evanston, Illinois, based on the play by Alvaro Sar Rios, directed by Catherine Walsh, and featuring the talents of Ash Trevastava as AMFM, Anya Murtaugh as Beats, Aditi Barthwaj as Disco, Tegan Hubbard as Bass, Maddie Morton as G Minor, Carl Mahalski as Treble, Josie Goodwin as Vuvuzela, Eleanor Plunkett as Boombox. Our narrators were Jordan Zickman, Cole Tyson, Samantha Epstein, Farrah Cage, and me, Callie Lewis. Our theme music was composed by Coleman Slater. Production support and sound editing by Georgia Kelly and Emmy Hilger. For more information about Beacon Academy, please visit beaconacademyil.org.